My name is Arvin. And this is Behind the Scenes of Our Best Days. Wow, season three. We've made it. Yes, for those of you who have just joined us, um, um, and to all the bots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to, That's right. To, that we are getting our views from. That's all the, um, the bots that we've hired. Yes. Uh, yeah. We just wanted to let you know, thank you so much for uh, watching and tuning into mm. seasons one and two of Behind the Scenes of Our yeah. Best Days. It has been so fun. Phenomenal feedback. It's been really kind. Yeah. 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 And honestly, we welcome people slamming us because yeah. we want to get better. Every now and then. And yeah. sometimes it's really funny. Yeah. Even though we cry at night. Yeah. It's still... <laughs> Yeah, I will. I, need, I haven't told you this. Someone stopped me in the hall the other day, and they which said, hall? Uh, right here, right here. Actually. Oh, oh, oh. They just okay. like right here, right outside of the office. And they go, "Hey, you guys do a podcast?" I said, I, "Yeah." And he said, um, "I found it." And he said, "A podcast platform I wasn't aware of because okay. I found it on Google something, and I listened to." Every episode in two Whoa. days. He goes, my wife was out of town. I listened to every episode. It's so good. And he went wow. on and on about it. And I was very touched. This is an older gentleman. And I was like, what a privilege. Wow. So wow. thank you all. Man, that is so kind. And yeah. honestly, you know, we wouldn't be doing this without you guys. Like, that's the reason why we're doing season three. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just because people yeah. like you, listeners and viewers, have said, hey, we want to continue For sure. to, to hear about this. Yeah. Not that we know anything more than anyone else. Right. No, of course. No. Yeah, we're just two idiots. So... <laughs> Um, but just for those of you, if this is your very first one, oh, wow. the whole, uh, the whole thing of behind the scenes of our best days is at victory at every single service. We say a confession. It is literally our mantra, our Oracle, our statement yeah. manifesto. Yeah. And within the confession, we say the words, my best days are right in front of me. And we believe that, mm. you know, and it's not, it's more than positivity, it's faith. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are like, I like to deconstruct faith and do it in coffee shops. Well, this is also <laughs> for you too. Yeah, we drink <laughs> coffee as well. Yes. Um, and, but with, with that, with that saying is that we are here to talk about the things that are behind the scenes mm -hmm. of what people post on social media as their yeah. best days or what people preach about as their best days, or right. what worship people write about it, their best days, because yeah. everyone has a behind the scenes. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, yeah. so that's to catch you guys up. All right, yeah. so season three, today, yes. boom. Let's go. Well, I wanna say, I, I've been thinking about, it. I've had a lot of conversations about why does this podcast resonate with people? And I think it's because if you grow up in an environment like the one we've grown up in, or even if you're new to it, um, it's become very obvious, and I don't think anyone would say this is the case, like ever the intention, but Sunday morning Christianity is simply not enough because True. all throughout the week, and mm. I feel like every pastor who hears this, including wow. Pastor Paul, would say, yes, absolutely. That's what I've been trying to tell you forever. Um, and so during the week, any sort of nuanced conversation uh if there isn't something like this, not saying that our podcast is the only solution, but I'm saying if there aren't nuanced conversations that also uh, take into account the goodness of God in the, you know, the difficult moments, the behind the scenes moments, then you're going to miss out and you're only going to be able to interpret it the way that some random person is going to be able to interpret with you. So that's part of why people that have come up to me and said anything about this, sh this podcast, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Like we're talking about our lives. Sure. We are just two idiots. Praise God. Uh, but we're God's idiots. But, um, <laughs> God's idiots. But, but I, uh, 
it helps people from what I've been told, think of the same types of things happening in their own lives. And that's yeah. something I'm grateful for. I hope to continue doing that. So yes. we were talking about a lot, a lot of these episodes come out of conversations that we have organically. And so the one that was happening most recently, as we've been doing, uh, it, it, we're recording this in, in uh, Christmas season, right before this is coming out in January, but um, we finished Pilgrim's Playlist. Which was a fall production for we those of you. If this three is the very long, first one. You're, yeah. 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 We did three weeks of shows live in film, and then we immediately went into Christmas. In five yeah. weeks we did, after yeah. after the Pilgrim's playlist, yeah. five weeks after, yeah. we are putting on a show that's mm-hmm. partial show, partial film. Yeah. There's eight musical numbers. Right. There's dance, there's choreography, all new there's wardrobe. So, a completely new set that we've it's, never done. Yeah, it's about yeah. 70 minutes. Yeah. And we're doing that five weeks after. And all of our people, besides obviously tech and camera crew, mm. are volunteers. Right, right. Right. Yo. But tech, the te- is, speaking of tech crew, they are uh, the same people. And so they have, God bless the Staffords. Yes. God bless everybody that's on that team. They, they make it the happen. The live production team is like next Incredible. level. They're the yeah. best. They're the so, best. So like Arvin said, we are recording this right now. So um, tonight, th- th- as we're recording this, this is actually December 8th. As we're recording this premieres first pod. tonight. Yes. Yeah. But this is a first night. This is night one of yeah. The Secret Gift. Yeah. Which is the production. And so once this podcast is released, The Secret Gift will be up on YouTube, Victory Tulsa. Yeah. Um, but throughout all of it, we've just come out of the fall production. We're doing this. Pastor Paul feels, Pastor Paul and Ashley, we absolutely love our pastors. Mm-hmm. They lead with not just obviously from Holy Spirit led, mm-hmm. but they're also fun. Totally. Like they're yeah. in, like, it, he's a light switch. Like yeah. he can, yeah. Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley are some mm-hmm. of those people that are like, let's be excellent. Mm-hmm. We are going to execute this project because we have Christmas Eve candlelight service. We have three toy gift giveaways yeah. through the Tulsa Dream Center, single parents ministry. Um, and then we're doing a gift giveaway after our Saturday night production. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, like, Christmas dinners that mm-hmm. we're doing for people that don't have a place to spend the holidays. Yeah. Then we have a New Year's Eve service that we're, right. pre- we're preparing for. And then yeah. January starts. That's right. January starts. And at the end of January, yeah. this is actually, and, and when this is released, this may be It'll the probably first be time, announced by then. Yeah, yeah. But this, we are doing we'll sure. Nights of Faith, yeah. which is a live recording. So yeah. with... You know, with all of the production crew that that is coming apart, we're, we all love it. But yeah. at some point, especially, we have to talk about, um, like, yes, what we all want to achieve our dreams. We all want to achieve our best days. But behind the scenes, the yeah. only way mm-hmm. to achieve the goals that we are setting in 2022, yeah, right? Absolutely. Is to have healthy habits and healthy boundaries. Habits and boundaries. Repeat after me. Habits. Habits. Boundaries. Boundaries. We don't need more goals. Right. We, have we need of better that. habits uh-huh. and we need stronger boundaries. boundaries. Now, right. whenever we say boundaries, we think it's with people, Perhaps. which yeah. is um, very, very big. Part of it. But yeah. we've also talked about boundaries with ourselves internally and even boundaries with our interests. Absolutely. Absolutely. So hold on. What, what does that mean? Boundaries with our So interests? I think of that in terms of, uh, I was talking to a young guy yesterday um, and he's saying, I'm, I want to do this in my life. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I'm also in this relationship and I want all this stuff to happen and thinking about 
uh, how to do it all correctly without them overlapping. And the conversations that you and I have had have led us to believe that um, you're going to have a lot of God-given passion, but if you don't have boundaries around your interests, they're never going to go up. They're all just, it's like if you just spill water, there's nothing to catch it. goes it. everywhere. There's no container. So those boundaries mm. are like, I have a lot of passion. I have a lot of ideas. But, you're a flood, right, not a river. Right, exactly. And you're just kind of just happening, whatever. And then what happens is that uh, people who live based on when they can flood them their own because of their interests, they end up going dry because it's not consistent and sustainable. Whereas if you have boundaries, you have containers, you go, okay, I've got these ideas. I put them in this place. I can wait. I have pace. I have rest. I have. Ooh. I can take a break. It yes. accomplishes several things. Well, the first thing it does is it's a sustainable pace. So you always, you, you've got, people come up to you. I see it a lot. It happens a lot. You probably wouldn't say this, but I will. People Where come you, up to me. People come up to you and say, "You're so creative. You're such creative geniuses. You guys have all these cool ideas." Da, 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 da. And what I know is, putting boundaries around the conversations of creative stuff we want to do makes sure that there's an overwhelming amount of ideas at any given point in time. I've right. never seen it run dry um, because there's. We've been having a three-year-long conversation about boundaries, rest, pacing, etc. The second thing it does. The first thing was you make sure it's sustainable. You always have creativity flowing in your soul. The second thing it does is it forces you and it enables you to better trust God. Because most people, uh, the starving artist idea is that I'm just desperate to get my ideas out. And, and I love Kanye West, but if you have a world full of Kanye West, no one's going to eat. And right. you know what I mean? So, 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 so like... Th those people who are like me not listen to Kanye West. Oh, sure. <laughs> the, the idea of like insert any artist who's like at the pace of my passion. That's how I treat people. That's how I operate. That's how I talk. Which most people in the world do that. Right. Right. Like I you just you hear stories about directors in Hollywood mm -hmm. or in Atlanta um, or or. Um, or like artists, yeah. like a Daniel Day-Lewis mm -hmm. that throws everything into every role, whether it's Last right. the Mohicans sure. or the Phantom Thread right. or any of those like really cool artistic yeah. movies. And you're like, oh, it does. It makes sense while these people, sure. they throw everything into a role like um, like a uh, Killian Murphy from yeah. Peaky Blinders. Totally. Sure. He throws everything into a role and then he ghosts everyone. Absolutely. He like... Yeah. Moves to Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't get on social media. Yeah. Doesn't talk to anyone. Yeah. Six months out of the year. Doesn't, and just, doesn't and, do any of that. Yeah. Because the only way he's able to do that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is by having some hardcore boundaries. Like, yeah. but for us, yeah. we have to be at work at 8 a.m. the That's next right. day. That's so, right. So, like, yeah. we're not. Yeah. And those of you who work in the church and you are, um, uh, you know, probably working on the creative side and when i say creative side i don't mean just art i mean accounting totally i mean facilities if totally. you are creating a floor layout of different of different chair yeah, setups totally all these different things yeah well then you have outside voices from your oversight which is like a pastor or a or a worship leader or your director mm -hmm. and you put all of your effort into something yeah multiple times mm -hmm. and then you have your oversight be like Hey, I don't like this. Change it. Sure. After it happens a few times, mm -hmm. the biggest temptation is to either become disheartened or to become hardened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and then throughout that, it's like, 
Oh man. So with boundaries, it also helps you not attach your identity mm -hmm. to your output right? or attach your identity to mm -hmm. I've worked so hard on this thing and I, uh, and I have stayed up late mm -hmm. and I've worked many hours and I, or if, if you work in a design department and you're like, we're doing a rebranding and I've been up here till 3 AM. Sure. Okay. Do you want a cookie? Do you want a trophy? Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to have to show up at 8 a.m. the next day, usually if you work at a church, because right. it's like, yes, we, we're not at the point yet where we can just mm -hmm. all be like, mm -hmm. you know, like a Google office and sit on bean bags sure. and then yeah. go to the tanning bed that's next door <laughs> and then come back for a the slushy. Bean bag tanning bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the hot bag. bean bags. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but so anyways, I, I think the goal is in 2022, the biggest temptation is goals more sure, goals right. like where do i want to see myself yeah. in, in the in in the world of life coaches which are all incredible there's sure. so much inspiration sure and inspiration sometimes can be misguiding because it's like you know you 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 have like a certain bottle of of lighter fluid mm. and you squeeze three fourths of it out in January. Right. And it is blazing. And yeah. you were like, Oh man, right. I am now working out six times a week, sure. an hour and a half a day. <laughs> and it's kind of like, dude, like, Not are you going to be able to do that for yeah. like, let's yeah. talk about April. Totally. Totally. And so yeah. those types of boundaries help. So boundaries on your interests, mm -hmm. also boundaries within relationships so those of you who are in leadership or if you have lots of responsibility so there's different people listening to this mm -hmm. so you may be a parent with lots of kids yeah um uh or or one kid right um or and you have lots of responsibilities or yeah. you're in ministry and if you work in the ministry you wear multiple hats and you do lots mm -hmm. of things sure um or you're just a leader regardless you're someone with responsibility having boundaries not just with, um, let's talk about the people who have access to you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So rich and famous people, you brought them up, Daniel Day-Lewis, all these guys. I really admire all of them. What people don't know, maybe, or don't think about is like behind that artiste, uh, I do whatever I want whenever I feel the passion, are agents and managers who show up to work on time and feed mm. their families and do all that stuff. So there are those innate boundaries within it. So when you're not rich and famous and people have access to you, not everyone is going so to So like if you work at well. a church, if you work at a church, anybody you should be approachable. You know, you're yeah. trying to be Christ-like <laughs> and if you do something creative within any kind of field, you're people are going to have opinions about it. And it's been interesting to me how many, um, I was talking to a friend of ours ab about someone who had said some terribly unkind things at the last minute before their portion of a show. And I remember saying, so, so, so someone from the outside barely sees a thing and ba has barely an sees a thing. Yeah. Comes to, comes to a production and right before the person does their part, does their part in the production. They're yeah. like, Hey, in the run through, I saw this and you should change this. And why do you guys do that? And why is this? Th and it's like. My friend, you're so clearly in your own pain that, I mean, even in, one of the lines in The Secret Gift is about it when Miss Edna, and now it's out on YouTube so you can watch yeah. it, but there's a line when uh, Nicholas and Beans are talking to Miss Edna, who is the sister of this 
evil orphan lord and he says i hate him and she says don't hate him you can feel bad for him but if you hate him you'll become him and then she talks about how he stewarded the pain of their childhood differently some people this is the line i wanted to get to some people grieve correctly meaning that they place that story in a book that they put on the shelf and they can remember it and recall it, and they can lend like it to others. something bad that happened to something them. Something happened. It's a testimony now. It's a testimony. Other people keep that book in their hand, and everyone they meet, they force them to read it. Look so, at this. So, so like an allegory of like in a conversation. Victim mentality. A victim mentality. So a victim mentality right. is someone who is like, hey, all of these bad things that happened to me, I'm force feeding it to you, but right. in, in like a regular conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're like, wow. And then all of a sudden people feel sorry for you, but then they're exhausted by you. Right. right. And then you start wondering like, why am I being ignored? Well, mm-hmm. because every time you open your mouth, you're negative. Mm-hmm. Why are you negative? Because the things that you've been through. Yes. Like there is grace and hope for that, mm-hmm. but like, let's put it as a testimony and right. put it on the shelf. That right. way you don't have to, wear it you don't have to look like what you've been through absolutely and you don't have to talk like what you've been through but there is a strange and this is talk about behind the scenes of your best days there is a strange spirit of the age right now which says if i can convince you to feel sorry for me i am entitled to what i want from you if if i i can get attention because who will so if you're a leader or if you're someone who has a lot of different people in your life make sure you're listening to what arvin is saying because this may sound familiar with someone mm-hmm. who's in your circle. Yeah. All, right, all right. Now, just to, ref- just to remind, we're talking about boundaries now. Right. We talked about interests. Yeah. Now we're talking about people who have access to you. Right. Who, people who have access to you who do not steward that access well. Yipers. People who, like, it could be a parent. It could be a family member. It, it happens in the church, and it should, but we shouldn't ignore it. The idea that I can get, especially when you start to bring in media and if it's a large enough church, you can get on camera and you can have a, you know, there was a very well-intentioned movement of we want to, we, we do a really good job at Victory. I'm really proud of the team that does the stories of Victory. They talk about things that they give God glory and credit for how God moved, but take the same kind of story and make it less about God's glory and make it about now you have to listen to me. And I demand that you take every call and you respond to every text and you, it turns into a mechanism for control. And if a person, be it a leader, quote unquote leader, or a 15 year old with a a parent with mental illness, you need to be aware that not everyone that has access to you is going to steward that access appropriately. So you're saying that if someone in your life is consistently being like, I have access to you and I'm not, and I'm, and I'm not stewarding it. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't respond to my text, if you don't hang out with me, if I see on your Insta story Mm -hmm. that you're hanging out with someone else instead of me, and then you, and then you bring it up in conversation or you act salty or you unfollow all of those petty things are actually a big thing. Right. And it leads that we, we talked about mental health, right? This is what that is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The best thing you can do for a person like that is to stop rewarding them with the attention that they're demanding from you. So you giving them attention is actually giving them the trophy. Why would they stop? Why would they stop behaving that way? Okay. Go look my, and it's usually subconscious. So there's no reason to be rude to these people. These are people in pain. And often I I know this well because I've done this myself. So Mm. 
the reward is your attention, your time, your sympathy, your compassion, and church employees, <laughs> a lot of them are exhausted and burnt out. They are unable to correctly build relationship with healthy people because they are too busy taking on the burdens of unhealthy people and toxic people. When the reality is, Jesus's approach to that would be, look, if you want healing, he goes to that man in John 5, I think verse 38, he goes, look, do you want to be healed? Because right now you're getting a lot of attention from not being healed. So maybe mm. as soon as you want, I can do something for you. I can heal this problem. But then the other person has to say, and I've, I've, I've had this conversation over and over again the last 36 months. Um, and I'm, I'm being delicate and careful. Say it. But the conversation I've had over and over again is, I don't think you realize that you have made your testimony into a weapon. Ooh. And you are demanding attention, perhaps money, Yikes. perhaps fame. And the only reason that that is devastating outside of the fact that people are going to healthy people are going to put boundaries with, within you and them. The only reason it's devastating is it doesn't work with God. Oh. I've tried this the most with God where I'm like, so, so you're look at how like, bad this situation is, God. Give me the dream life that I've wanted. I've suffered enough for Because you. I've suffered, right. I deserve a dream. Right. Yes. Trying to guilt God into giving you the dreams he gave you in the first place by saying, uh, I, don't you understand? I'm going through this. God, I'm unseen. No one celebrates my gift. Oh, God. I'm, and it's like. More and more people are getting attention and GoFundMes and all this kind of stuff to say, like, see this plight that I'm in. And then God's like, I do see it. I also see solutions. And maybe 60% of that situation is being recycled. And how much of that? Oh. So, like, I go, oh, man, it's so hard to do all. And it's like, well, do you go to bed on time? Do you eat? Well, do, do you, you drink water? Do you drink water? <laughs> yeah, do you like exercise and rest? Things. No, I'm just, I have people constantly, it doesn't happen as much around victory. Praise God. We're, we're getting so good at it. I'm proud of victory. I just had a lot of conversations with old friends who are like, I'm just tired all the time. And I'm like, do you, do you do blank, 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 blank? Do you do any of these things? Like, are go, you on your phone? Yeah, until, exactly. Are yeah. you sitting in bed with your phone blue light on until two in the morning? That's why I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, like literally like my grandma who's 97 that works full time at victory has survived a pandemic. Yeah. Not COVID like the one that happened yeah. 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. The great depression. Right. A war. Right. You know, absolutely. And I'm like, Several. Hey, great yeah. grand. Were there 20-year-olds that were tired? And she goes, no, they were fighting in the war. Yo. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, all right, just confirming. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. anytime I talk to her, I yeah. realize there is a reason why they were the greatest generation. Right. Because they were just like, anyways. Now, obviously, I know the phone and the easy access to information has, sure. has, has changed. And yeah. so I'm not saying, like, do yeah. away with social media. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not saying no. that. <laughs> <laughs> but I am saying like that's that's boundaries with your interests, yeah. boundaries with other people who have access to you, yeah. and then being honest and boundaries with yourself. Totally. Honesty. Yeah. It says in the word that uh where like uh where there is truth, there is freedom. Yeah. Freedom follows truth. Yeah. Now, the truth hurts, but it's not meant to harm. That's right. I'm gonna say that again. The truth hurts, but it's not meant to harm. Yeah. So as you face the truth, you're like, oh yeah. 
that stings. Yeah. But it's not meant to harm you. Right. It's not meant to like what harms you is lies. Mm, yeah. Is when you're like, yeah, I'm just going to live this lie. And right. Then, yeah. It's yeah. your GPS telling you, no, you're going in the right direction when you are absolutely not going. In the okay. Right direction. So. All right. Vulnerable moment. I have in the past and currently. So basically I have an anger problem. <laughs> I just break this mic where I have snapped whenever things don't go according to my plan. Like mm. I have been notorious for doing that. Yeah. And my first initial response and, you know, I have my kids on the weekends. And so like right now, as we're in this, there, there's just so many things. And so I have lied to myself that I have the right to be upset. And I want people to know that mm. I'm angry when things aren't going that way. Mm. And so I purposefully have like left things unchecked because I'm like, people should know that I'm angry so that change happens. Wow. Yeah. If I was to be very honest with you guys. Wow. Yeah. But like last night, very upset because of just a, a bunch of things going on. on like not just in the production world. I also serve in the school and then mm -hmm. things personally, you know, with bills and all those types of things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But as I just looked in the mirror last night, like I had my face makeup on. Yeah. Not that I'm a clown, but, <laughs> <laughs> but this is for the product. It, it'll make sense if you watch the secret. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had to be like, John. Like, wh what are you doing? Mm. You know, like, right. Are you being a terrible person to your son who's so excited to be in the production? Oh, yeah. You know, he's six years old. Are you blowing up on people that you really love? Mm. And are you frustrated over things? Like, are you allowing people to see you angry mm. to make you feel justified? Mm -hmm. Like, mm, wow. so anyways, wow. I just feel like that was something. I'm not trying to give myself a pat on the back. I'm giving you guys mm -hmm. an example mm -hmm. of being mm -hmm. like, that. that's my trait. Yeah. And, and everyone has those things that they have to be honest with themselves on. Yeah. So the second thing is in 2022, we don't necessarily need more goals. We need boundaries. Mm -hmm. And then the 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 ha the second half portion of this is habits. Habits. Yeah. No. So about um, and as we come to a close here, we developed this reading thing that we did with our office, and we read the book Atomic Habits. James and Clear. Yeah. Great book. James Clear. Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. It really, really was amazing, and yeah. it helped us. His whole thing is is that have the the vision of the person that you are that you want to be mm. the person that you want to be so keep the big picture in mind as you do the small things and you will get there yeah it's not about outrunning anyone it's about outlasting it's about like outlasting the the the, the things that come at you mm. of you are tired. Mm -hmm. You have a lot on your plate. Yeah. It's not about outrunning those things. It's about outlasting them. Yeah. Because you, things don't get easier. Yeah. You get stronger. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. Things don't get easier, but you get stronger. Yeah. Th God's will for us is to go from glory to glory. Mm. So the, the goal would be, at least right now in this season, if God continues to ask us to do productions, mm -hmm. we want to go from glory to glory. Like right. I'm always wanting to one up, not someone else. But what we did previously. Absolutely. If someone, if, if you're listening and you're like, man, but that sounds exhausting. It is if you're doing it in your own strength. Totally. So that means that, oh man, like you're going to have to grow in your trust and in your faith more than ever mm. to be like, all right, mm -hmm. I have faith that God 
believes that I have more capacity in me yeah. to do those things. Now, yeah. in order to accomplish any of those, the small habits. Um, so atomic habits basically is, is that if you put a ice cube on a skillet and you were to turn it up one degree mm. every minute, so yeah. you were to put a timer for yeah. 60 minutes. Yeah. Well, it looks like the ice cube isn't melting, right? But you're just turning it up one degree, yeah. Because 36 degrees is 32, freezing. 32, 32 yeah, degrees. That's when it when it goes over that. It'll okay, start okay. To melt. Yeah. So 32 degrees yeah. is is freezing or whatever. Yeah. So for 32 minutes, it looks like nothing is happening, but then at 33, 33 degrees, one degree after yeah. 33 minutes, right. The ice cube begins to melt. melt. Absolutely. And then, so it's less, so what What we wanted to talk about in the behind the scenes of your best days is yes, your best days are coming, mm-hmm. but what can you do within the one degree? Yeah. You know, yeah. like for me, you know, uh, like I was just thinking of that whenever I walk into my house, I have so much laundry. Does anyone else... <laughs> feel like laundry consumes their week. I have a pile of it in my closet right now that I have to fold. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I feel like to do laundry <laughs> takes me an hour to fold it and put it away. takes me a month and then it starts to grow. And then I'm like, I have an Island of clothes. Yeah. 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 That like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So it's like, like leaves in the fall you jump into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, honestly. Um, and so anyways, but Throughout all of that, I I just am like, okay, I can't focus on this large thing Uh of laundry. Uh I'm going to put away, like I have three kids, I'm going to put away Jude's shirts tonight. Yeah. And that takes five, eight minutes. Yeah. I'm not going to look at my other kids. I'm not even going to look at Jude's pants. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just his shirts. Yeah, another day. Yeah, Yeah. another day, another dollar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just trying to do like it's like brushing your teeth or tying your shoes. Like, yeah. what can I do today that is going to yeah get me to the place to where I'm like oh, yeah okay yeah, yeah. absolutely micro habits like micro some small habits. small stuff. He also talks about stacking habits so that one thing leads to another. I found out that if I pack my gym bag the night before instead of the morning of, the entire rest of the next day is different. The whole one small thing, it takes maybe five minutes if I don't look at my phone or stop to do something else. But when I wake up, I go, oh, I already packed my bag. And then I grab my bag. Next thing I know, I'm in the car. I'm not even really fully awake yet, and I'm halfway to the gym. I do drive safe, and I live close to my gym. Don't worry. I get to the gym. Next thing you know, I'm doing all that stuff. It's like you're already here. You might as well do the workout. (laughs) I'm not going to leave. And yes. then, you know what I mean? Next thing you know, it's like it's 6 a.m. and I'm in the I swim after I finish working out. So I'm in the pool at 6 a.m. and I go, there's no way this won't be a good day. There's no wow. way. You're like, I'm in water. Yeah, I'm floating. Exactly. I get I'm to getting baptized yeah. at 6 a.m. Exactly. With yeah. movement. <laughs> there's just someone dunking me. The whole time. Yeah. No, but th- those habits are stacked because of one small five minute decision the night previous. So it's like as you approach this rest of this year and I know we're winding down this at first episode of season three. Um, look for the five minute things, the micro changes that can yes. actually impact the rest, because 
sustainable change that legitimately improves your life and the lives of those around you uh, is, is actually probably five to seven minutes away. It's not necessarily one month of people being stressed to talk to you because you're like, I'm doing good. I'm getting better. And you're like, my goodness, like you're not you're not a better <laughs> friend. You're not a better uh, yes. hang. You're not, you know. But the last two things that I want to say. Um, and then I have two things. Absolutely. As you okay, should. So the last as, four things. Uh, the last four things that you need to hear about. This. <laughs> one of them is I was recently rereading um, the story of how God gets the people of Israel back to their promised land. Okay. He's getting them there. And the thing I noticed this time was every time he's telling them, it's like, you know, there are sections of scripture that are just like, and this person was this person's son. And then here's the allotment of land for the, it's you're like, it's kind of like, all right, where's the, where's the protein here? Like what's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's just, it lists. jumped out of me this time that in the massive sections where he says, okay, so this tribe, the tribe of Dan, you're going to go here. He said to them, and then th your boundary will be this. And then the next tribe, Ooh. he says, your boundary will be this. And then he, so I looked and every single time that he was giving promised land to his people, he made them aware of the boundary. And the, I just Whoa, that I is circled deep. We should have started the podcast with well, that. Well, we saved the best for last. It's fine. We and, and and so we I circled the word boundary every single time I saw it in those four or five chapters. And I realized if you don't have a grasp on boundaries with yourself, with your interests, with people in your life who have access to you, whether they steward it well or not, mm. your promised land and someone else's promise, it'll all just flow together and you're not going to do it well. You're a flood, not Absolutely. A river. And so the last thing I want to say before you share as well uh, was I just want people to leave this episode with permission to go through with the boundary because I think sometimes... Uh, Certain people who are unhealthy but don't even know it have a uh, they ap apply a like pressure that like, hey, if you're going to be a good friend, if you're going to be a good son, daughter, if you're going to be a good sibling, if you're going to be a good anything, you better give me what I'm asking for and demanding with my victim mentality. If you're listening to this, whatever family situation it is, I'm telling you the best thing for that person is Jesus. It's not you taking on their burden. Jesus yeah, said, my yoke is good. easy. My burden is light. Why would you take on something if they're not willing to give it to God? What makes you think you're going to be better equipped to handle it? Um, even really if it's good. a close, close friend or, a, or a, a relationship, maybe I just want people to have a sense of permission to uphold those boundaries, because usually when you do that, there's no no one cheers for you. Mm. People get upset at you. People get upset at you. But then you look in the Bible and it says Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness. Totally. Yeah. Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness. Now there are some times because his ministry was like three years mm -hmm. where people followed him out there mm -hmm. and he was moved with compassion. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're going to be alive longer than uh, we're going to be doing this longer than three years. Absolutely. So it's like if he often withdrew to the totally. wilderness, totally. if he mostly hung out with 12 people and then yeah. whenever he would do something great, like the mountain of transfiguration, he yeah. only took three people. Yeah. Then it's like, okay. He understood boundaries. Right. If I have boundaries with you, it's because I want you in my life long term. Say that again. If I have boundaries with you, it's because I'm trying to keep you in my life long term. So if you are struggling on what do I say to that one friend who's kind of clingy and needy because of because of things that happened in their past. And so I'm kind of there. OK, you can't be God to them, mm. but you can be Jesus. That's right. Which means Jesus to them is there's boundaries there. Mm -hmm. You can't be their God, but you can be their Jesus. Right. But 
if you are looking for something, okay, well, what's the sentence that I say to that person mm -hmm. who is needing me to yeah. have oxygen? You say what Arvin just said. If I'm expressing boundaries because I want you in my life long term. Boom. That's showing value. Absolutely. And then I was thinking about the habits um, is that, so I do strength and conditioning with the high school and middle school athletes here at VCS. Yeah. I know we just took a hard left. No, let's but, do it. So there are a lot of them. They are so they they love seeing their results and they're now I have a program. It's six weeks and every six weeks it rotates and it's a strength program that I do with the high school and middle school athletes. Yeah. What I've realized is that some of them beat themselves up because they want to lift heavy and they mm -hmm. want to lift long right. every day and they get upset after three or four weeks when they can't get. Mm -hmm. what they set this goal for. And I told them, and I was like, well, you are, and I was like, this sounds crazy, but you are working out too much. Mm. And then they're like, huh? And I was like, muscles build when you rest. Mm -hmm. Like you actually tear muscles when you work out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're micro tears. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, mm -hmm. find something. And I was like, get in, get out. Always leave with a rep in your tank. Mm -hmm. A rep is like if you're doing bench Being press, one it's one rep. So like mm -hmm. if you go, I'm going to go all out and I'm going to kill myself every time I'm in the gym. Right. After two or three months, you you get sick or maybe you don't have enough time and you're like, oh, I can't put in an hour and a half. Right. So I'm not going to go to the gym. Yikes. That's not the goal. The goal is consistency. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the goal is not... It, you know, if you show up, you win. Mm. You win. Absolutely. Like if you show up when it comes to health. Yes. If you show up, you win. You win. I love it. So do something, leave a rep in your tank. That way you want to come back for more. Yeah. It's like if you see a movie, even if the movie is amazing, mm -hmm. if it's three hours, yeah. you will never watch that movie again. <laughs> no way. And if the movie won a million awards and it is rated the best movie to ever be made. Yeah. Guess what? you won't watch it again yeah. because they put out all the sauce and it was three hours and yeah. it's just a lot. Yeah. But why do people love TV shows on Netflix, Prime and Disney? Yeah. Because people love to commit to 20 minutes yeah. to 30 minutes. Right. So yeah. those who are content creators, you know, just uh, uh, this is a sidebar, but look for things that people can microdose as opposed to like a, a yeah. big pie. Totally. Like, yeah. Anyways, totally. and then for your personal life, the small atomic habits, the things that you can keep consistently. Anyways, and uh, th that's where we are at mm. with behind the scenes of our best days. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Um, and we are looking forward to our next podcast, which are um, some pretty funny stories. But we're that's all we're going to say. <laughs> You'll want to tune in. Yes. Uh, but it's like we've said, victory has been around for 40 years and it's built on faith and cringy stories. <laughs> and that's what we are going to kind of regurgitate and talk about some things. Hey, we love you. My we name do. is John. My name is Arvin. Thank you for listening and watching Behind the Scenes. Of our best day, season three.